Bienvenidos and welcome, everybody. Welcome to Lauren's podcast. I am Lauren Hutton, and you already knew that. Oh, man, I hope you are having a wonderful time. I sure am. How can you not with music like this? Good Lord. Oh, man. It, I, don't, I don't know what this music makes you want to do, but uh, the intro music, it makes me want to be Mario. I just, I, I picture myself just running, you know, like imagine if Super Mario Brothers was a first person game. It would totally change the gambit. Are you kidding me? Holy cow. Imagine photorealistic Super Mario World in first person. With, like, the pacing of, like, a Doom game? Oh, man! Let's talk about more stuff that my mom can't relate to. That would be really intense, though. Oh, man, the turtles coming at you? Because they did a live-action Super Mario movie. Not a lot of people know that, because it was bad. Oh, boy, was it bad. It was one of the worst live-action adaptations that I've ever seen of anything. I would really love to see Disney try and tackle a Super Mario Brothers movie that's, that's live-action. Because imagine the, the realism that they had with the Lion King, but with Super Mario Brothers. Oh, it'd be terrifying. I mean, the, the, the live action one that they did was terrifying. It was one of the scariest things that I've ever seen. Uh, it came out in the 90s, and it was, it was live action. It was no CG nonsense. I think they had one scene that was green screened, and it was one of those things where it was like, the building's exploding, and we're falling out of it in a bed frame or something. I don't know. It was like they were all huddled up in a desk or something, and they were like riding the explosion out of the building. You know how movies were bad back in the day? Oh boy, howdy. The Goombas? Ugh, the Goombas in there. They they were supposed to look like turtles, right? They were supposed to be turtles and they turned them into these horrific hulking things. And they also just tried to make they tried to make too much sense out of it. They would try they they took way too much time and effort to try and make like all right, well how does this like reptilian combination of the world really make sense and why on earth would a plumber ever have anything to do with this nonsense? They tried real hard. I think they did an all right job. I think if you get like, you know, intoxicated enough, that movie's really fun. I mean, it's fun to make fun of. We're having fun right now, aren't we? Boy howdy. Oh, all the holidays are over. New Year's is a big old wash. Uh, I, I, I don't have any goals for this year. I said that I did on a Facebook post, but that was just me being ironic. I don't make goals. I don't look to the future. The farthest ahead that I can really look into any amount of time is just like, well, when am I going to be hungry again? That's the biggest scope of time that I can really grasp I, it's, it's, I'm bad at scheduling. I'm bad at maintaining a schedule. Things just like sneak up on me. I didn't even know Christmas was happening until some, all of a sudden there's lights everywhere. And I just don't pay attention to the concept of like the passing days. I don't know. There's a lot of concepts that I don't pay much attention to and I really should. But they just don't register on my radar. They don't, they don't pop up on like, oh yeah, that's important. Time, money relationships, you know, things that take general maintenance, hygiene. I'm just bad at all this stuff. All these things that like, you know, make a person function in society. I'm terrible at all of them. 
I don't have any like real skills to back that up either. Cause like you can be a slob. You can be one of the nastiest pieces of dirt in the world, but you have to offer something as like a balance. The world is always in balance. That's what I believe in. I believe in the balance. I played those and yeah, never mind. I was gonna make a reference to another video game. Why are we doing that? But I do believe in balance. And I think that if you you can be as bat nonsense crazy as you want. Uh, but you have to be like a savant in something else, you know, like it all has to be in balance. You can be the grossest human being ever, but you better be a good writer. You can be absolutely obnoxiously terrible, but your, your albums better be amazing. Kanye West. See, there's examples. We are willing to put up with a certain amount of nonsense. As long as what you contribute is, is, is balancing out your nonsense. I mean, up to a certain point. And we shift our, our views on what we consider to be nonsense all the time. I say we, just meaning like society. I don't necessarily believe any of these things. Oh boy, this episode is just off the rails immediately. I've had way too much coffee and it's been a long time since I've talked to you folks. Oh, how's everybody doing? It seems like everybody's doing great. There's more people listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for that. We got we got on the iTunes now. That's uh, we already talked about that. That's old news. Uh, Nick Noble's episode dropped. Everybody loves Nick Noble. He's a super happy boy. Uh, yeah, next week we got VA Bennett. Why am I even doing these solo episodes anymore? I've been talking for like maybe four and a half minutes, and I'm already dry. Ugh. I do have one thing I wanted to uh, to talk about. It's it's weird. I didn't know that this could be a thing. I, I drive around in my car and I listen to the radio because I'm too dumb to like buy CDs. My my aux jack doesn't work. I won't buy a Bluetooth transmitter because those are terrible. So I drive around. And I listen to the generic ass radio. Sorry, mom. I hate it. But it's better than silence because silence is my own thoughts. And those things are scary sometimes, especially if you let them run around rampant while I'm just driving a car. So we listen to the generic radio. One thing that I, I heard today, they do these things, you know, morning talk show radio nonsense. You got to be funny. You got to be entertaining. And it's always just just the worst. The worst. It's not funny. That stuff isn't good. If you're laughing at the morning radio then they either did the one of three funny things they're going to do for the entire year, or if you're laughing at the radio every single day, ah, you may need to go out and see a movie or something. Jeez, get cultured. If you're laughing at the morning talk show radio every single day, I'm not going to say that you're stupid, but I'm thinking it. I'm not going to tell it to you, but it is a thought that I have. You should probably just widen your scope. Get out there and do something with your life. Go see a comedy show. See what's really funny. Holy crap. If you're listening to this, at least 54% of the listenership is in Cincinnati alone. Cincinnati has so much good, funny things going on. You don't have to go and see like a standard stand-up show. There's a there's a really solid improv scene here. Go see an improv show. Those are silly and fun, and they're still better than what's going on on the freaking morning talk show radio. But I was laughing at it this morning, and I, holy crap, I was laughing my tits off. Sorry, Mom. It was great because this dude... Uh, okay, it was a segment that they... It's, it's a generic segment. It's something that a lot of them do. It's where somebody has a bad date 
and they call up the person and they're like, well, why was it? What happened? Why was it bad? And they tell them why it was bad. And then they say, oh, well, we got you because the person that you just bad mouthed for six minutes is on the other line. Oh, what do you have to say about that, Randy? It's dumb. But they had a good one today. Holy crap. It, it, it brought in light something that I found wildly fascinating because I'd never, I didn't know this was possible in a person. Nine times out of 10, the way that these things go is they call up a lady and they're like, hey, listen, do you remember going out with Brad? And they're like, yeah, it was like two weeks ago. It was terrible. And they're like, well, yeah, like what happened? And then they're like, well, he was a he was a jerk bag and he kept taking selfies of himself. He's just really self-involved. And then Brad hops in all of a sudden. He's like, I'm a personal trainer and my body is my job. It's the dumbest nonsense ever. But today they call up this lady and they're like, hey, Samantha, remember when you went out with Tony and Samantha goes, oh, yeah, I remember Tony. And they're like, well, yeah, we did, we were just wondering, like, why why didn't you like him? Why didn't you like him? <laughs> That's not how people on the radio sound. Oh, man. If that was what our radio talk show people sounded like, this lofty and lilting voice, it would be, it's like ASMR. That's not what you want. This lofty and lilting voice, ASMR. Oh, that's a dumb bit. Uh, what was I talking about? That's right. Samantha and Tony. If Samantha, okay, the thing that she didn't like about him, it wasn't that like, you know, he was a self-absorbed dick bag. Sorry, mom. It wasn't like he was a, a, a sexist beta male. No, none of these, you know, standard tropes that I have heard rehashed again and again and again over the course of my driving history. This was something new. She started to talk about how they met in a bar and they hit it off immediately, you know, and, and then she started to feel like a scratchy in her throat. And she wasn't feeling good. And so she went home and then she started to feel better. And so they, hang, they hung out again later uh, and they, they wound up back at his place and things are getting a little hot and heavy and they're making out and she starts to get the scratchy throat again and now her nose starts running. And so she's like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom, hoping that he isn't noticing that she's gushing mucus out of her face holes. And so she rushes to the bathroom and she blows her nose and she coughs a couple times and it, and she notices like a rash. And she's in there like, oh my God, I have this rash. And then the rash starts to go away while she's in the bathroom. And so she deduces that she is allergic to Tony. Oh my F and G, y'all. She's allergic to a person. You can Google it. It's a real thing. Uh, it is super rare, but you can be just like allergic to a person's dander because like dogs have dander. Cats have dander. That's typically what causes allergies, at least one of the four types of allergies. There are four different types of allergies. I've Googled a lot of dumb stuff since hearing this, this nonsense on the radio, but holy smuckers, is this, it's so interesting to me that you can be allergic to another person. Like you're a person. How are you allergic to another person? That doesn't make any sense. That's like a tomato coming to life and deciding that it loved to eat tomato. No, that's cannibalism. That's something totally different. Never mind. Let's not try and make analogies. Let's just analyze this. She's allergic to another person. It's the most amazing thing that I've ever heard of in my entire life. I Googled it. 
It is a thing. There's a big fancy word for it. I couldn't I couldn't write it all. There were too many letters. I I couldn't even begin to like hypo homosensitivity or something. I it sounded really 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 gay bashy. Okay? So the the technical term for being allergic to a person sounds like a hate crime. That's a fact. Uh but slightly more common than just being allergic to a person's dander i found out is uh being allergic to their cum sorry mom but yeah that's just a thing uh very specific like not the 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 lady juices sorry mom this is gonna get gross just you could skip probably a couple minutes if you want to but yeah, apparently cum has a way higher rate of being an allergic reactive substance than than vaginal juices. Oh God, this got X-rated. I'm sorry for everybody that wasn't prepared for that. But yeah, apparently dudes are just terrible in all sorts of ways you didn't even realize. I'm sorry for everybody that has a, a, a dick and balls. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're toxic. That's just a fact. Men are terrible. We are the problem. So try not to be part of the problem. How about that? Educate your face. Have a little empathy. Uh, think with your brain and your face and your eyes and not, not your you know dick and hands. Sorry, that's my PSA. I'll get off my soapbox now. I hate men. <laughs> uh, you know, I used to say that uh, my girlfriend makes more money than me, so I'm like a feminist on a technicality. Uh, that's, that's a dumb joke. But uh, in all seriousness... I don't think that like, you know, I don't think that women are better than men. I don't think women should be lifted up above any, any other group. You know, uh, there's, there's, there, it's not just men and women anymore. There's people that don't identify with any sexuality or any gender. Um, there's, it's a wide variety. It's a huge gambit. And so I don't think anybody should be aloft, you know, uh, but white men have been aloft for so freaking long i hate them now so there's that uh i have a lot of white male friends and they don't know that i hate them just on principle uh it's 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 not their fault and it's also their fault at the same time entirely like they can't help that they were born that way but at the same time fuck them you understand what i'm saying <laughs> sorry mom oh god so yeah let's all hate white men uh I say that jokingly, but I really do. I hate white men. They're terrible. They cause a lot of... I mean, if you look at like the track record of all the terrible things that have happened in the world, white men, uh, uh, cult leaders, we talked about that on this podcast. I'm pretty sure all of them, every single cult leader, white men. Uh, yeah, pretty sure. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. That's That might be racist to say, but... but I mean, if there is a black cult leader out there or like a Mexican cult leader or like, uh, uh, no, I mean, I'm sure there's been other like, you know, yeah, that's just my, that's just me being dumb and thinking everything's white. See, I'm even whitewashing, uh, everything being terrible, but I'm just saying statistically white people are terrible. Uh, wow. This is not what this episode was supposed to be about. We're going to have a lot of fun clipping this one together. Uh, but yeah, being allergic to people, that was the only thing I had. See, that's what happens when you don't make a plan. You, you get off the rails real quick and you just start talking about things you shouldn't talk about into a microphone like race <laughs> and gender and sexuality and stuff that I have no business talking about. It's none of my fucking business. Sorry, mom. 
uh it's it's other people's business i i don't i don't think about it because it's not my jam it's their jam and, and they get to put their jam with whoever's jelly they want um god man this has gotten weirdly political and i'm not i mean i'm not saying okay yeah i'm definitely saying some things that would upset certain people but i'm not saying anything outlandish that's the thing i cannot believe that there are people out there that like would listen to what i just said about like you know uh, uh, all of those topics, those topics that, you know, you shouldn't bring up at family dinner. Those are topics you shouldn't bring up at family dinner because it's so polarizing and it's so polarizing just because we don't teach empathy. If you taught empathy, imagine if you taught empathy in school, right? You taught it as a thing, a concept. No, the kids are not going to pay attention. They're going to write it off just like social studies and math and, and home ec and all the other things. They're going to do that because it's kids and it's school. But if you systemize it, if you ingrain it into their systems, oh my word, I still know how to add. I still know how to do basic multiplication. There are things from school that definitely leaked out of my head. But I guarantee you take anybody that took a home at class, they don't remember everything that happened there, but there's something that stuck and it was a skill that they probably still use today. Imagine if we did that with empathy. You didn't have to have it be mandatory class, but you could take it. You could offer it uh, as, as an elective. And then you could also have certain people that would have to take it mandatorily if they became, you know, bullies or, or other problem cases. I'm a freaking educational genius right now. Why is no one writing this down? Have empathy as an elective course that also becomes mandatory to disciplinary cases? God, I should write a book. No, I shouldn't because I'm done. That's the whole idea. <laughs> I'm not going to elaborate on it at all. I'm not going to come up with the curriculum. But it is, I think it's a bangerang idea. We should do it. We should totally do it. Um, I don't have anything else to say. Uh, yeah, Nick Noble was a lot of fun to talk to. I hope you like listen to him. Uh, VA Bennett is on the next one. That was super fun. We recorded that one in the club. In the club, in the club. That's not how that goes. Yeah, up at the 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 integral Go Bananas Comedy Club. Hopefully, I remember to put reverb on that. Shout out to Mike Holinsky and the reverb. Let's talk about next, next, next for a minute. That was oh man, that show. Uh, what was it? A couple of Fridays ago. Yeah, it was a couple of Fridays ago. Uh, there's a show that the wonderful Wayne Mimmett and Mike Kalinsky run uh, under the flag of Bombs Away Comedy. Shout out to Bombs Away, by the way. They're doing amazing things. They put on like 200 or so comedy shows last year. It's insane. 2019 was a huge year. They were doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, follow them on, on Facebook. Like, I know I should probably I mean, I should tell you to follow my facebook page you know lawrence podcast but i whatever who cares you're gonna get more entertainment and more value out of following bombs away comedy than you will following my facebook page so follow bombs away comedy uh you'll find out about all these shows that i'm constantly like cincinnati has so much comedy well it's partly because of bombs away they do they, they i mean they're an independent entity that doesn't have like a venue that they're locked into so they can they can spread out all over the city and they have i say they uh, it, it was just Wayne Mimmett for the longest time. And now he's finally got like some people underneath him that are helping him. And it's just spreading and growing. It's awesome. Sorry, I'm gushing about stupid stuff. Any hoozle. They run a show uh, with Mike Kalinsky and Wayne Mimmett uh, called Next, Next, Next. It's a comedy power hour. 
If you don't know what a power hour is, it's uh, you drink every minute for an hour, and it, it, it can get intense and sloppy. Uh, there's comics that I see that are always just tight and on their game and ready to perform, and then they show up at next, 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 and because it's a bucket show, there's no list. We're just drawing names out of a bucket, so you go up when you go up. There's folks that'll go up way late in the night and, and not be prepared to go up way late in the night. They've been participating with the drinking all night, and all of a sudden they're on stage. It's like, man, I have never seen Adam Dill this wasted before. It's super fun. Uh, and then after all of that, there is uh, a comedian that's on stage with the two hosts the entire time, and uh, they perform uh, drunk. And it's it's a blast. I've I've <laughs> I've done the show twice, and both times I was the person the person on stage drinking. And and oh man, it's so much fun. I would not. It's not really like it's not productive. <laughs> it's not it's not good for anything. I I mean I guess if you wanted to answer the question, can I perform this wasted? And yeah, I can perform. But is it good? Ah. It's fun in that room. It, it, it is. It's a lot of fun in that room. Um, this is dumb and boring. Why am I just rehashing a show? Half the people that, that listen to this are going to be... They were there. <laughs> am I just telling my mom what I did one Friday? That's basically all that's happening. But it's fine. Yeah, you guys aren't... I mean, the hard part's over, right? Like, you don't even have to listen to this because uh, that's like, you know... Oh, yeah, that's that was the thing I was going to talk about. It's like the formatting from now on. We're going to do uh, an episode every Friday. That's my guarantee to you. 100% guaranteed an episode every Friday. Uh, and that episode's more than likely going to be an interview or, or a conversation with another comic here locally. Or maybe maybe it'll be just somebody that I find interesting. It doesn't necessarily have to be a comedian. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to my buddy Jason Emmert. He is uh, fascinating, wildly intelligent. Love that dude to death. And, uh, you know, we're adults, so we have to make, like, pretenses to hang out. You know, it's, it's real bullshit. Sorry, Mom. But, yeah, Jason, we're going to have you on, man. For sure. He's he's an industrial electrician, and he knows some cool noise about them zippy-zappies, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't even know what I mean. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to have, like I said, episode every Friday, guaranteed. 6 a.m. every single Friday. We, we somehow kept it up through the holidays uh, when my depression is at its worst. Uh, yeah, and, and the rest of the year should be just smooth sailing. Uh, but I'm also going to be doing these solo episodes, in and out, you know. Uh, but there, there's not going to be any rhyme or reason to them. I'm going to put them up whenever I want to put them up. Almost like an audio diary, if you will. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to have fun. It's going to be a good time. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, and if you if you are, throw down, you know, throw down. I don't know. <laughs> what do I mean by throw down? Okay, here's what I mean by throw down. Rate and review. That's it. You know, throw down a rate, throw down a review, and uh, I will love you. Oh, what am I saying? I love you already. You're, you're listening to the show. If you're hearing this, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Now go rate and review. 
Yeah, I'm waiting. Yeah, I, I realize that this is a dumb and obnoxious bit. You don't even have to pause the show. You can just like, you know, uh, back out of it and go to the rate and review page. Yeah, okay, yeah. I realize that half of you listen on, on devices that are not iTunes. And you can't actually rate and review the show, so you're literally just waiting through all of these silences. And I apologize. Somehow I'll make it up to you. But for the rest of you, 